his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Hi, David. You're on with Josh Green from the Challenge Fanatics podcast. How are you? Mr. Green, listen, I'm living my best life. You know what I'm saying? We watched the craziness last night. We always we got a preview of what's happening next week. Um, I'm doing pretty good. I'm I'm reliving probably a really uh, one of my best experiences living. I got to relive it these last few weeks. That's great to hear that you really enjoyed it. Uh, I just want to say before um, I get into any questions, you know, someone who covers the show and is a big fan of the show i really loved how like you could tell every single episode how much you wanted to be there really enjoyed the experience um was this something even before the challenge usa uh became an idea was the main challenge something that you wanted to do so i'm conflicted on it um Mm -hmm. I'm 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 32. I came into reality at 29. I have a career that's at this moment of huge growth in business and sales and consumer products. And I got pulled into this reality world. And so I'm conflicted on which one to pursue and grow with. I think a lot of us deal with that. And so up into the MCV challenge thing, I, it was something that maybe I would have, you know, considered but once the challenge USA called and it was CBS and it was familiar and they kind of told me the concept I'm not going against people who know and have experienced all these things I've just experienced then it's, it feels more fair is it even ground and so um, once everything worked out for me to participate it made sense and the one key aspect that I like about this compared to let's say a big brother experience is you have to lose to go home like people literally have to beat you and I feel like the, all the cards are in my, are my favor. Like, you have to beat me. And if I lose, I can accept that. But if this is vote, if it's this lie thing, if it's all this manipulation, then it feels a little unfair and unjust. And there's other implications there that can lead to you going home. So I really enjoyed this experience. Yeah, it's more uh, in your hands, per se. Uh, and I, I definitely can see how it was more uh, something you were able to accept, especially uh with your experience on your first season of Big Brother. So I, I totally <laughs> understand that there. Um, as far as for the daily last night, um, was there anything that we didn't see as far as um, you guys being explained about the pegs uh, and where you could put them? Uh, because it seemed very much like you and Tyson were just thrown to the wolves and like, okay, you guys go, and uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, it, it was one of those situations where going first was the hugest disadvantage. Yeah, uh, We were the, the test dummies, right? We had to, um, you know, put the pegs where we thought it would make sense, but we didn't, you know, we don't know that we get, it, going first in these situations just sucks. Yeah. There's no way around it. And as we got further throughout that, that daily, People saw a strategy, shared the strategy, and people continue to do better. 
Yeah, um, and we've seen that on all iterations of the show where going first can be really brutal um, to any uh, sort of performance. Um, after we find out that you're going in, was there any was there any other pitch to Angela? Because um, we know, obviously, she's very close with Tyson. Um, was the main pitch to her that you wanted to go in against Dom? Uh, or was it potentially hoping that there'd be a disagreement and that you could go in against Ben? So the um, when I found out it was Enzo, yep, and I, I was highly upset at Angela, at Alyssa. Um, I felt like we got closer towards the end of the game, but I feel like they. And I think we saw this as a trend throughout the season. I was not viewed as a strong player, um, you know, amongst the masses in the house. And I proved myself on multiple occasions, but maybe that still lingered. I don't know why. I was the most focused, dedicated person there, I personally think. But um, and so if if they would have disagreed, we understood that Ben would have been the person to ultimately have to go down. Yeah. And. I felt like if that's the case, I feel better against a Enzo or a Dom. Yeah. Enzo's still my guy, but I would rather go against Enzo than Ben in the physical elimination, given what Ben had just showed in the last two single dailies. Yeah. Won both of them, so. Yeah. Ben is a bigger guy. Um, so I can see where you're coming from. Um, and I, I really was having a tough time understanding it with both you and Enzo, and I know I'm going to be talking about it in our recap tonight, but, um, you know, we see Enzo now win three eliminations and not a single girl wants to run the final with him. Uh, you win a daily and an elimination before last night's episode. I, I, I was very confused. And like you said, there was so much um, in the episodes when you were featured that we could tell that you wanted this so bad. Um, was that something that really was a more motivating or frustrating or both uh, throughout the season that people uh, were constantly doubting you or not respecting you as much? Oh, it was motivation. Yeah. Like, it was the biggest thing to motivate me. Um, I think one thing I did do when I started to feel that vibe, I felt it within the this by the time of the second daily. And I saw, you know, I saw some of the comments watching the show, but I felt it in the house, right? You can feel it when people are kind of, you know, they don't see you as an important part of the game long term. Yeah. I use it as motivation to train. They give us a whole training, little facilities, some treadmills, dumbbells, a whole bunch of stuff. I would say nobody spent more time in that training center than I did. Every single day, I would run five miles some days. I would train hard, so I'm drenched in sweat. Just to show as it maybe been it maybe was a, a specific strategy to show like I know I'm not aesthetically in the best shape here. I can see it, I know I can feel it. Let's believe I will put in work and I won't quit. Um, and so I use that as energy and as an intimidation factor. I want to show people like, yo, don't doubt me. If you do, you will lose, you will go home. Yeah, and I, I think that's a great point. And also, like you're very self-aware, you're not saying that. You know, you're as built as Danny McRae or you have the endurance of Tyson, but you're saying, like, if you doubt me, I'm going to outwork you and I'm, you know, going to put in the work to make sure 
after you go home. And I saw this confidence. So there was one specific thing that was said um, by Xavier early on in the season. We were sitting down. We had drinks one night. Xavier is sitting across from me. Cinco is sitting next to him in a like a little booth. And we're just talking about the games, having a couple of drinks. And Xavier says to us, like, well, mostly the Cinco, but I'm just there. I'm, you know, in the conversation. He's like, arguably, arguably between myself, Xavier talking, right? Between myself, you and Danny, we're the fastest in here. Basically, he was saying between Xavier, Cinco, and Danny being the fastest. Mm -hmm. in the house and so when I when I heard that as I'm sitting across I'm just like note taken like and, and Xavier knows this they, they I told him all guys like yeah I, there were so many moments specifically in the house where if I heard something or there was a conversation man I would take a mental note of like okay give me more fuel like give me more fuel I, I, I'll use it thank you and I bet that conversation was definitely fuel uh, in that elimination that you go on to win with Justine against Xavier and Chan. Uh, so a little full circle moment there for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, is there anything that we may not have seen uh, throughout, whether it was in last night's episode or throughout your experience on the show that you wish would have been highlighted, maybe a friendship or um a specific scene anything like that um i would say uh me and leo me and leo actually got got pretty pretty tight uh throughout the season um leo was not always in the best light i mean we saw it throughout where the girls were just not you know not being enthusiastic about partnering with him and you know sitting on him in terms of his silliness and um and i could see some of it was weighing on him in the house right and i would make sure that from my first experience, I didn't want him to feel like he was an outsider in the house. You know, I wanted him to feel like you're a part of this. I like you being here. And, you know, maybe we need to be a little bit more serious. And I felt like, you know, we had a good relationship in that way in terms of, you know, that support, uh, especially when he was getting downtown elimination against Kylan. Um, there was one particular moment um, where Kylan kind of knew it was going to be him. And he goes to to uh, goes to Leo in the kitchen, and he's just like, "Yo, you know, you don't want to see me elimination unless you want to go home." And Leo tells me this, and I'm just like, "Leo, that's somebody who's scared. Like, that's somebody who is scared to go against you. They're scared to go home. So if it is gonna be Kylan, send him home, cause he just tried to intimidate you. That means he's scared." And I don't know if that was the ultimate thing that led to Leo winning, but that's just type of that was the type of motivator I was for what I was able to read in the house. Yeah, I do think um, we were able to see your good reads throughout the season, and that's I mean that's a perfect example. And that with that uh, Leo and Alyssa win, that was one heck of an elimination between. Huge. It, it's in person. Was it like a total? Like, was everybody shocked? And it seemed like a lot going on, too. So as soon as we come out there and we, we you know, TJ goes over what the rules are. You have to lift your partner up. And I'm looking at Leo and Alyssa, <laughs> yeah. Highland, and Kira. I'm just like, oh, they're about to get destroyed. Yeah. That's like, I mean, everybody, we're watching this. We're like, there's no way. And um, they come out with a good strategy. And when they eventually win... I was ecstatic because, A, that's one less huge competitor for the guys going forward, right? 
And then B, Leo at this point in time is, is an ally to me. He is someone who's a friend of mine. We've had our moments where we just come together. So I'm just like, okay, I lose somebody who's not really playing the game with me and Kylan. And I gain, gain somebody back in Leo. And guess what? Now Alyssa doesn't have Kylan, doesn't have Derek, doesn't have all of these BB people that she kind of really, really bonded with. And now she has to rely on me. And now we have to have an opportunity to kind of intricate and maybe game with her now. So I looked at it as a three-part win for myself. I mean, it really was at that point because I, I know, I know like you were able to make other allies like you've been talking about and you still had some of your big brother people, but especially with the people coming off of Big Brother 23, the wanting to go after each other so quickly was not the move. And we, you know, we see it last night how the survivor people are controlling the game. Um, but it now that I, you know, you're talking it out, it does seem like that was a huge point in your game to have Alyssa, you know, rely on you a little bit more. You have her as an ally and Leo comes back. And, you know, in my opinion, I thought Leo was moving very quickly in that last daily that he won. I know in his exit interview with us, he said that he won it. Um, so, um yeah, that 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 one was a uh, frustrating, you know, there's this frustrating moments when it comes yeah. out to games. We all there's always rumors and speculation on what happened with TV sure. Matt, whatever, right? And that one for me was frustrating because I knew who his target was. Guess what? We had a similar target being Tyson. I knew that would be easy for him in terms of Enzo would have wanted Tyson in that situation if if Leo would have won, right? I'm like, yo, Tyson, let's get him out of here, right? Like all on the same page, right? Um, it's just, it, it's unfortunate that that didn't work out. But at the same time, Ben was fighting for something beyond the game that day and for something that meant way more than the challenge itself. And so I was happy to see him perform at a high level when he needed to. Um, a cool story about that real quick, about Ben winning that, sure. that, that, uh, that daily. So, you know, I would say I'm, I'm one of the ultimate motivators in, in many aspects. Uh, before Colin's elimination early on in the season, we had a good conversation on what it meant to go in there. But then with this one, Ben was frustrated that he hadn't won yet. And this was an important day. And so I, I was like, bro, you were unchained. You have nobody to rely on. Nobody's relying on you. This is the Ben that's unchained. And I would tell him the story. I'm like, yo, you were unchained. Run, fly. Like, go win. Like, you are unchained right now. I got my money. I don't need it. You got to get it. And so, um, you know, that's just a cool aspect that I remember that, that, you know, me being that motivator behind the scenes. That's amazing. That's a great story. And I, I liked seeing that, uh, that personal side uh, for Ben in that moment. Um, and it's cool to get these behind the scene moments that we don't always uh, get to see in the episodes since it's... Uh, a 42 minute episode uh you know on the time right yeah um if there's if there's a season two i'd love to see it be 90 minute episodes um and speaking of if there's a season two is this something uh if the timing was right in your career that you would want to come back to yeah no if anybody's following me on social media i am david mr alexander um since losing to enzo um, that really changed my mindset around training. Um, like I said earlier, I didn't go into the season in the best shape. Aesthetically, you can see it. Um, it's something that I look at and I'm just like, ooh, I, what could have been if, if my physical matched my mental game? 
Um, and so I've been spending the summer training. I ran over 300 miles. Um, I'm swimming, um, doing CrossFit, coaching CrossFit, becoming an expert in this, in this fitness. And so if there's were a season two and the, my career aligned with it, um, I think my mentality would be the same. And physically, I would be on another level. And I feel like I could win. Like, you know, yeah, I would win. I would win it. That's a lot of miles and uh, a really great mindset. I loved, uh, you know, Balls In is a classic challenge elimination. Uh, you and Enzo handled it really well. Um, was there any, uh, was there anything in that uh, round five where you just gassed and that's why you shot it? Or was there uh, just hoping it would fall? Anything oh, it was pure, pure fatigue. Yeah. Yeah. You can see even trying to defend against, and I had nothing left. Like literally the ball went and I couldn't even, I could barely think to go get it, let alone try to stop him from getting it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't even show this, but you know, they, um, I, I, I hit full exhaustion. Um, I was throwing up, like it took me about 20, maybe 20, 25 minutes to come back out to congratulate Enzo so they were waiting for me to 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 get the the energy to to come back out and, and say goodbye to them. Um, they wanted me to go in an ambulance. They wanted it so bad, you know. They just want to get that shot up. I was like, I'm not going to the ambulance. Like, I'll walk. I'll drink some water. I'll try to get my mental back. But um, that was probably the most exhausting thing I've ever done ever. Um, there was sand kind of out of my eyes, ears, and mouth for like three days um it sucked that it was Enzo because that's my guy like we literally relied on each other to get that far imagine me and Enzo walking into the challenge right this isn't BB and we see six people from one season (laughs) and so we're already like oh bro what what the fuck like bullshit. Like, how y'all gonna have six people from one season just a year ago so they're like fresh like like they're like fresh like this like no problem out all the time each other yeah, and me and Enzo outlast um, most of them, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, it sucked that it came down to you know to us holding the gates to the final, uh, and I can't wait to see how he does next week. Yeah, neither can I. Um, I've liked Enzo ever since his time on Big Brother Twelve. Uh, he is uh, <laughs> he is the character, and uh, you know, fighting for his kids. So I'm. I'm definitely looking forward to seeing how it goes. Uh, looks like a grueling final, um, but you know that's what you all sign up for um, in uh, in TJ's crazy finals. Uh, was there, on that note, was there anything if you had gotten to the final that you were looking forward to doing, whether it's like the overnight portions or um, endurance, anything like that? Based on how people were reading me and my perceived weakness, I wanted to see people quit. I wanted to see <laughs> people quit along the journey because I wanted to just look at them and be like, remember that, remember this moment. And that's what I wanted um, outside of winning it. Um, yeah. I wanted to see like what, where I could, what I could do, but I really wanted to see people quit. <laughs> that. You know what? That makes sense. I uh, I don't blame you at all for that. And, uh, you know, I, I do think you can make a final for sure. Uh, if there's a season two, I hope that's the case for you. And uh, I just I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. It was 
great to learn all about your experience on the show. Um, let our listeners know where they can check you out, everything you're up to with CrossFit and everything else in life. Yeah, so um, you can follow me um, on Instagram. I am David underscore Alexander. That's where you're going to see the journey of my transformation. And then also on Twitter, D-A-V-J-Alex, Dave J. Alex. Um, I tweet a little bit here and there, but that's a good way to keep track of what I've got going on also. And then uh, next for me is continuing this journey. Um, if reality isn't something that comes to me in terms of the challenge relatively soon, um, I will be venturing to more scripted voice stuff. I have the tangibles to do that. I would rather kind of compete on a high level here. But if that's not, those cars aren't into play, I will create my own content journey and go that route, which people can also follow along. So um, also, Josh, Mr. Green, I appreciate you and your time this morning. Wonderful questions. I'm glad I can give you insights on the game. And I'm glad you've been following the journey of multiple people here. It's kind of, you know, the backstories of how people got to this Challenge USA moment and what it means to them. You got to interview all these individuals. So thank you. Oh, David, I really appreciate that. It's very kind of you. And uh, yeah, it's it's been an absolute pleasure and looking forward to interviewing everybody next week after uh, the season unfolds and definitely hoping for season two sooner rather than later. Uh, yes. Thanks again so much. Thank you, Green.